things cannot be long hidden. The sun, the moon, and the truth. So tonight, the truth is going to be unfiltered and full of flavor. Please welcome Dana McCool and Eric Ramundo, bringing you the smoking truth. Friday. Happy Friday, McCool, my girl. How are you? Fine as frog here. Good to be back in the seat again. Yeah. I know I was out last week for a little mini vacay. Yeah. And uh, I saw the interview did with Lori. It was good stuff. So I really appreciate it. I told Can him, I hey. do? I'm just doing Republican male speak. Let me interpret. Yeah. He had to go to another island so that he could stay fucked up all weekend and nobody here would see him. None of his no, good Republican dude, friends no, would no, see him. I was just getting back to my Hispanic roots a little bit. You did Eating too. a lot of good little Puerto <laughs> Rican foods and too, my wife, some friends and just having a good old time and yeah. it was it was nice it was and why I, because why because I'm, I'm a fucking, fucking man. man or as i came off the plane and victor's over there doing it like and so tara comes she's like oh my god look at this whole production value going up and i'm coming up to play and he's oh my god he landed in puerto rico hey it's from the smoke of truth and i'm laughing i'm just kind of going yeah because i'm the fucking man that's why <laughs> it's a whole thing we'll explain it later yeah. it's become a thing now yeah uh, it's a, a little bit of a thing, thing. yeah All right, quick housekeeping i mean chop yeah. chop let's go oh who is your lover? I, I've we'll had start the with same that one lover. first. Guaymaro. Oh, I know. It's yeah, my baby. It, I needed a short stick. Um, Mike came in. He's got, the, and I was already upstairs smoking. I said, you know what? I'm going to do one more too because I just need it. And so I just uh, short stick. So, Love yeah. it. Yeah, I'm a Love big it. fan. And uh, I wish I would have had a BDP. And I, it was in my mind at first. But then Boots came up to me and said, hey, let me try something. So I tried, so earlier I had you the, never the Oscar. You never listen to Boots. Listen to BDP. I know, but no, but he had, the, the Oscar is a good one. So I, okay. I enjoyed that one. Right. I, I may be a little dark for your taste, but it was, it was, it was good though. It was, you know, I don't mean that in a bad way. Just, you know, now we're talking about woke shit today. But anyways, <laughs> all right, so look. So first, let's start off with the whole, uh, hey, everyone, please do not forget to catch us on YouTube. Go ahead and subscribe. Even if you don't want to listen to the show that week, whatever, but at least you get um, the notification yep. that it's out and you can always listen to it whenever the hell you and want. And who doesn't want to listen to us every yeah. day? Yeah, I mean, come on, you know, when you get a, drop a couple F-bombs, you're going to release a little tiny bit, yeah. and then you got good folks like this today, yes. the infamous Mike Scudero and the infamous Shane Story, I your know, right? son. <laughs> ah. uh, and then, uh, also, we put the link up on Facebook, so we a lot of the Facebook folks, especially yep. the older ones, you know, they can catch it from over there, mm -hmm. and don't forget, you can always email us, and, uh, and then Twitter as well, too. So, anyways, yep. folks, so there's ways to find us, just... Hit the notification button. Come on, listen to us. You yeah. know, we got good stuff going on. We're gonna have some interesting folks over the next uh, month or two. So yes, yeah, we we'll have a couple different folks. It'd be interesting. Yeah. Um, that said, I want to go on just a little rant before we get into the whole woke. You, thing. Well, we have to introduce first, and then you can do your rant. I just introduced. I'm, okay. I just said the first Mike Scudero. I mean. I tell you what, okay. you do the introduction, let me go. No, I, I can't. I can't housekeep like you. It's good. No, no, come on. All right. That's part of the whole fucking feng shui of the show. You know, just Put right. your fucking quarter in. Yeah, I'm sorry. I probably got two or three in there already. There. All right. So look. There. My rant for this week is something, an article came across my way and mm -hmm. I am uh, just, it's just one more time just to get annoyed and just, just things in general. Yep. I was going to rant about something else, but then the article came in front of me and then mm -hmm. it, the article was about just highlighting the 300 teacher shortage or near 300 people resigning just before the school years to start over in Brevard County. Yeah. And that speaks to a larger promise in general throughout the state in general. Um, and, and just you know who's also me. over in Brevard County? I don't really don't care. So I know your buddy, Randy Fine. So fuck Randy Fine's. Still. So I, you know, so my uh, my thing is just look beyond some of the stuff that people gripe about at the state level. And I know there's challenges. I know Shane, we've talked about it before. Dana, you go on about it all the time as well too. And I know um, there are concerns, and we'll we'll see what happens in the long run. Mm -hmm. That's a beyond the state though. 
my challenge a lot of times is that there has to be some accountability at the local level with the with the school districts and leadership as well. Yep. Uh, and so my my concern is, you know, it's interesting because there was another article that I read a couple weeks back. So the Flagler superintendent, when they talked about scores coming out, said, "Hey, you know what? The scores were, you know, they were pretty, they were okay, you know, but you know, but we also see for us it's an opportunity for improvement and where we can work with our staff to figure out what we need to do to improve, right? Mm -hmm. And unfortunately, our superintendent came, oh yeah, we're moving in the right direction. Things are going good. So why the fuck are you making these big, massive shakeups with all these um, friggin' principles that half the community didn't even want to see happen? Mm -hmm. So if things are that good, why make the shake, uh, shake up? It's like my father used to tell me, if it ain't broke, don't try to fix it. You know what I mean? Right. So there's something there, and I'm just waiting for the excuses to come down the road. Now, once again, I don't want to see Volusia schools fail because obviously there's kids there. Now, my kids are out of school, so I don't care anymore. I shouldn't care anymore. But I do care because those are our kids just in general if you yep. live here in Volusia County. And so what I'm just saying is that, you know, for those people who come in from all over the place who think they know this shit which pisses me off i hate fucking people walk into a room think like oh i got it all figured out oh i come from the state i got it all figured out oh i came from orange county or i got it all figured out. i came from hillsborough bull fucking shit listen to your staff listen to your teachers on the ground listen to your district person on the ground and i guarantee you they're gonna have enough um, information for you to make the necessary change that's what a leader does and i'm not just talking i'm not just blasting Volusia county schools this happens from district to district all the damn time and then you wonder why there's a, such a turnover on superintendents it's one it's either they fucking can't get their shit together and then they get, they're out or two they're using certain districts as a stepping stone for something bigger and then they're gone yep they're not sticking around for the not five the six seven yeah not Longevity. the investment yeah so that's my but rant for they're fucking also getting pushed out for political reasons Right. Yeah. I don't disagree. I don't disagree. Sometimes they get pushed out for political reasons. I know Go ahead, that. Mr. Story. Opine. So I agree with you completely, Eric. I think you make a great, wonderful, amazing point that the local school board should be able to control the school and the schools within their district and influence the policies and uh, determine how best to pay their teachers and how best to provide instruction to their students. Unfortunately, the state keeps taking more and more control away from the school. Wow. So I will it, comes to that. In, it comes in the forms of it's, the way that they fund the schools. It it's comes a good in how point. they expend the, point, uh, the, the funds within that district. Yeah. It comes in uh, forms of things like now creating partisan school board races, uh, things like establishing term limits. If I believe in term limits, 100%. Yeah. Um, but really it's a way for the now it's a it's a way for the state to control the school board even more well, so. congratulations we have now we have now completed but politicizing but if, you, but if you can't if you can't get into a school board race because you're not getting backed by the dnc or the rnc yeah and you're running as an independent because you're trying somebody what i call like a common sense american right we should have the common sense party yeah. of most of us who are like hey I just want shit to get done. Yeah. I'm not extreme left. I'm not extreme right. I don't care about all these bullshit fringe politics. I want to focus on things that are the most important. I don't want to focus on all these policies that are political talking points and being pushed out by the media. We want to focus on things that actually matter to our kids. Which will be a great segue into what we're going to eventually talk about, which is today. But I would, I'll just, the only caveat I'll put to that is you're right. I don't disagree with you, and that's one of the reasons why we did away with a lot of the categoricals because it was a big deal from a lot of lo local school districts. Say, hey, state, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta unrestrict the categoricals because you guys are making it way too stringent for us, and we can't budge, we can't move one way or the other. So this year they released a bunch of the cate uh, categoricals. So I'm gonna wait to see what happens coming this next school year. We'll see how it goes because everybody started spending more money on staff or this, that, and the other. Even though they still can't hire more teachers, but whatever, and they want to get them from international, from overseas, whatever. Um, but I'm gonna wait to see what happens. And and, uh, and then we'll, I'll be the judge of it at the end of the day. Not that my ma my point matters much, but hey, it's it's my mic, so fuck it. I don't care. <laughs> Dude, I'm going to tell you something. You seriously underestimated the amount of coin that you need to throw in that fucking jar. I probably right did. There. I don't know. I came a little hot today. It's just hot put today, like $2 yeah. in there. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, put $2 in there, man. Yeah, I'm probably, just in case it covered me. $2, bro. All right. Yeah. So. 
Because you wanted to talk about this this week, Dana. Yes. I'm going to let you do So I let's do Please. a little bit of historical backpedaling here. All right. I follow a couple of uh, political pages. Yeah. And one of them, uh, our esteemed guest, Mike Scudero, was on commenting on something and i'm like brother you know what we need to do we need to have some dialogue on wokeness sure. because it is overused over politicized over over i'm just over it yeah. I'm over you know how it wouldn't be overused and over politicized is if your side of the aisle didn't say dumb shit <laughs> and okay. take these ridiculous positions <laughs> and start with the cancel culture nonsense and then force us to uh, have to debate this. To uh, force us to have to debate whether we should have gender-affirming care for seven-year-olds. Get the fuck out of here. Yeah. You know, there's <laughs> only one party pushing that shit. That's probably so true. here's the thing. I, as a Democrat, am not pushing gender-affirming care for a seven-year-old. Notice I said your party. I think you are more reasonable than the typical I, Democrats. No, I'm, that's not true. Well, that I is mean, not true. Here's the thing. Well, you just said you were not If we're going to play on the that. fringes, let's play on the fringes. I thought that we had like some common sense people sitting here not pushing the oh, fucking edge of everything. We do. Okay, so here's what I'm going to say. I'm as socially liberal Democrat as they come. Okay, so I'm socially that, liberal. Now, I'm about to identify, so don't fucking put words <laughs> on my mouth. Okay, well, as liberal as no. I come. <laughs> I'm gonna, I didn't say fucking progressive. I said liberal. There's a okay. distinction. All right, All right. Uh, fair enough. <laughs> my social politics are liberal, but not progressive. Because here's what I believe in. Okay, I believe that there have been injustices carried out over different races in our country since the beginning period. of time. Since the beginning Agreed. of time. Agreed. Okay, that's what I believe in. Do I know what it takes to make a person of color feel equal? Do I know what makes a person of color feel violated? Do I know what makes a person of color feel vindicated? I don't know that. So a lot of this dialogue, I can't, especially when it comes to the African-American community, I can't begin to believe. I, I don't know, right? I don't know. It's like, I don't know, telling... Talking about abortion and not having female parts. I mean, something like that also. So when I hear this narrative, you know, woke has been used since 1923. It, it, it came from the African-American community. It was talking about being awake for social, racial, or sexual inequalities or injustices. That's what it was usually termed for. And then it was turned around and politicized, and it really now means the are intended to mean the opposite. And what I wanted to do was dialogue about where myself, where the people sitting in this room as mm. common sense people, draw the line and how we stamp out that noise of the woke and the counter woke culture. Because both of those need to be canceled out. You know, and I'm using that word purposely. <laughs> that needs to be canceled out. Because I guarantee that we could sit here and we're gonna pull a subject up regarding race, gender, sexual identity which the two are not the same and i hope that americans that want to debate and have conversation about that understand the difference between sexual and gender identity crickets of course no i i get it but i just I mean, want you, you, common sense people to talk about where is that limit where's the toleration and where does the misunderstanding come in as far as you know where's the line in fighting for social justice on something where, go ahead where is that you know it when you see it. It's like yeah. the Supreme Court said about pornography, right? Yep. You know it when you see it. And it might be different 
in the eyes of every beholder. Mm -hmm. All four of us here might have a different line on that. Yep. And, and that's fine. That's what makes the world go round. Listen, and there is injustice everywhere. There's injustice done on the side of the civilians. There's injustice done on the side of the government, of the police state, of um, any, a lot of cultural stuff. You know what I mean? And, and, and we are trying to wade through cultural appropriation, cultural, mm -hmm. cultural misunderstanding. And, and I just think, can we fucking stop? Can cannot Adele wear her fucking hair in braids without getting attacked as cultural appropriation? That's woke to me because well, nobody is trying to fucking appropriate a culture. They're trying. It looks good. So it keeps your hair up. That's me, the kind let, of shit let, that let, makes me let me, crazy. Go, let me jump in really quick with my sure. things that I've seen, and then and then everybody and then anybody can just jump in and opine mm -hmm. at any moment they want. All yep. right. So I'll give you like two examples. Mm -hmm. Okay. On this "quote unquote" woke, or even cultural cancel, because I, I, I cultural uh, cancel culture. I understand mm -hmm. the, the the idea behind woke or being awake to mm. be more sensitive, a little bit more sensitive to some issues. Right? I don't know what it is to wa walk in a black person's shoes on a daily basis. Mm -hmm. I don't know that. All right. Um, at the same time, I don't expect a black person to know what a Hispanic world goes through or a white person, so, and so forth and so on. However, so I'm a firm believer in trying to understand somebody else's <clears throat> what they're going through in life. Even yep. if you're gay, I don't know what it's like to be gay. And so I, I try to be understanding. I think you and I, we've had personal conversations. I try. I mm -hmm. do have certain limits, but I do try at least be a little bit understanding of some yep. of this stuff, more so than probably some of my own in my own party. Right. That said, so I, it's interesting. I've had this conversation with my son, my oldest son, right? He's 26 years old. He's a person of color. You see my old, I think you've seen yeah. my oldest before, yeah. all right? Same skin, same skin tone as my wife, the whole shebang. I've always taught him that, you know, what you give out is what you get in return. Mm -hmm. Men always been 100%. So now that he's older, I kind of go, so what are your thoughts? He goes, Dad, I don't have time for that shit. If somebody doesn't like me because of the color of my skin, I ain't got time for that. And I'm not gonna I'm not gonna get yep. into that. Yep. What he doesn't like is seeing like when he's watching Star Wars or Marvel and there are known individuals, writers on staff, who are trying to push a narrative, like, oh, let's go ahead and make this person black now. Let's go ahead and put a woman over here because we need to be much more culturally sensitive. My son's sitting there going, wait a minute, hang on a second. Create a storyline. And if the person, the lead you want to put in happens to be African American, Hispanic, or a woman, whatever, he those people will flock to the movies but when you start pushing this agenda all right that's what he's worried about all right so for i use the example of like star wars right the female lead on the on the on the on the, on the, on the trilogy uh, sequel right female comes in all of a sudden now we saw the story arc story arc of luke skywalker right coming uh, coming to his own but this girl somehow all of a sudden now she's just great lightsaber wielding you know wielding individual and you know that when you start listening to some of the stuff behind the scenes from the producers and others you know why they were doing that and it's not like disney i'm not going to jump on disney because i did that thing's so over fucking done already. Because my got his ass whooped. That's why. Well, listen. All I'm going to say is that. <laughs> what I'm going to say is that. Listen. We know that there are individuals. They've commented on YouTube before about what their their role is and what they believe they should be doing. Okay. I'll give you another story real quick. Recent. I'm not going to mention any names because I don't want to because it just came to me and I don't want to mention any names. But recently, in the day, in the, the Daytona area, there was a bus coming around. And they're going to these one these city event these cities summer sponsored events, and they give all the kids BLM shirts, which to me is a bunch of bullshit. Who's they? What I I whoa 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 whoa. What do you no, mean? No, no, I mean who gave the kids the shirt? It was an organization that was around. I'm not gonna. I don't know the specific details, but I know this because it happened. I listen. I'm just gonna tell you what happened. All okay, right, go ahead. So they gave the kids a bunch of uh, BLM T-shirts to put on. Mm -hmm. Okay. 
which to me is bullshit because first of all that's a city sponsored fucking event and who are they to come around all right they were terming it some people have termed it the woke bus some others are probably and i'm pretty sure they were terming it others on the other side were probably terming it something different but they're giving a bunch of kids a blm shirts number one if that was me first of all the blm t-shirts a bunch of bullshit to begin with because blm is a bunch of crap to begin with okay because when i see people it's not the idea of being more woke and sensitive to the ideas of what's going on with black people especially um what they've been through in this in this country but the movement itself is some of it is just a, whor a bunch of horseshit and then when the leader of the blm movement is fucking siphoning millions of dollars off that to me is a bunch of crap that means it was all about her and not necessarily some of the movement stuff that's my problem with some of this stuff it just seems like there's an agenda i was on a call one time i overheard a call once again i'll tell you in private there was a call one time and somebody was on the call this is within the district was on a call and i said that's why we got to organize and get out to vote and this person was from a certain group that represents african americans and i said T, and i said that is bullshit that is bullshit. You're supposed to be here talking about diversity, this, that, and the other. What is this all of a sudden this call to action to vote? That means now you're using that captive audience, whoever's there in that meeting on a conference call, you're using that now to go ahead and push an agenda. We got to get more voting out there. We got we to organize. That's bullshit. And don't tell me it doesn't fucking happen. It happens. And that's what's upsetting a lot of Republicans in many ways. And then on the Democrat side, you even got moderate Democrats who are going, wait a minute, guys, this cancel culture bullshit, when you got guys like Dave Chappelle can't even make a fucking joke anymore, a, a just yeah. an honest joke yeah. about things where people are being held to some, a comment they made 10, 15, 20 years ago, and everybody, a lot of these young kids are coming on, and then you got Hollywood elites and they're going, oh yeah, or white liberal parents going, oh yeah, you know, but that, that to me is what frustrates me. The blood's starting to go. Come here. And that, I know, I know. I think, I think there's so a guys, huge, opine, please. I think there's a huge <laughs> difference between being woke and being aware. Yeah. I think it's extremely important for Americans to understand the, the history of where we come from. I agree. And, and I mean, it's all people, not just, you know, one, one special group or one select group, right? We have to understand and understand those struggles that people have gone through. So, you know, I hear a lot of the argument, like one of Ben Shapiro's things is always, well, we all have equal protection under the law, right? That's what Ben Shapiro, that's always his argument is everybody's treated equally under the protection of law. Well, that argument is kind of bullshit. And then we saw what happened after Plessy v. Ferguson in 1896, right? We're going to give you the same thing uh, and you guys are now equal, but that's not what yeah. ends up happening. Um, I think there's a lot of history in the black community that, uh, you know, the people that are not black need to understand a little more yeah uh things like you know slavery still not outlawed in the united states is still 100 percent legal as long as you're in prison they can use you as a slave in which we had the jim crow era laws that were created in order to imprison those black americans again so they could use them as their labor force and when their rights when, when black americans rights started to increase and they lost that labor force they started doing things like importing chinese and uh people from southeast asia to come over here and supplement the the, the workforce again and then after the railroads were complete and they started using uh, people from South America to supplement the, the economy once more. And it's basically like if you're not white European, we're going to use you as a labor force and pay you absolutely the absolute minimum of what we can. Okay. Um, and I mean, even what was it 1964 was the Civil Rights Act. We, mm. Black Americans still didn't have the rights that every other American had. So I think that understanding that history the inability to develop generational wealth, the inability to vote uh, because of redlining practices or gerrymandering, to be able to effectively vote as a culture and a community when you have the same beliefs. And I, and I don't say that to say that like all black people should be Democrats because that's not the case. There's yeah. plenty of black Republicans out there too. Your color does not hey, define- Hey, Sharon. Your, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the color of your skin does not define the politics. But when you, when you can come together and coalesce as a group and you have a shared identity of something that you want to get accomplished within the government, I think that, you know, there should be more protections to allow that for, for yeah. that to happen. 
Um, you know, I heard a school board member one time, uh, not going to name any names, yep. but have a conversation will. with a very well-known um, uh, black leader in our community. Yeah. And the question was asked to him, why don't all black people just vote together? And to my amazement, his response was, why don't all white people vote together? <laughs> Uh, you know, it's just like some of the shit. That and what say. was what? And now you need to finish that. But like for me, that's like that's not a woke thing for me to understand that. Like I understand gerrymandering no, no, no. and redlining and lowering practices. I understand the history of why it's hard. Yeah, can sometimes be harder. Uh, but that's just fucking ignorance. It's, 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 it, Wait, I'll stop, be, it's an ignorant stop, comment. Stop. I know. I want is. you to finish the comment. That wasn't the totality of the comment. Oh, so the first question was, why don't you run for the board? Yeah. And he basically said, I won't be able to get a seat on that board. And she goes, Why are you a felon? Yeah. Naturally assuming, because she was talking to a black man, that he was a felon. Well-dressed in a suit. And this is well a very known, known well-known, extremely articulate. And this fucking person was endorsed by the great fucking governor of this state for school board. So, and she can't keep panties off of her fucking face. That's what I'm going to say. And I, I, asked, I asked that person beforehand if I could share that story. Because yeah. I think it's important for us to yep. understand the viewpoints that are impacting our local area. How are you that ignorant and you still win a seat? And you're sitting on the fucking school board. Tell me about well, that. One of these reasons why we have these conversations. And I'm Mike, I want, you, I want you to jump in, Mike. I just, you know, these conversations are important. Why? Yep. Because I'll rant mm -hmm. about just concerns that I have, that I see that's seeping in. One, but it doesn't mean that I'm, I'm, I'm ignorant to the fact that I know you're going to bring a viewpoint. Even she and I have discussed in private before. I kind of go, look, some of this shit is stupid stuff, man. Yeah. Like, even within my own party, like, some of the things, comments that some people make, even like white conservatives make, I just kind of go, dude, when the fuck are you Republicans going to jump into black communities and Hispanic communities and start like campaigning, really campaigning in there? I know they always try to make efforts in there. But, dude, it's like, when are you going to start? Like, I got no problem. Dude, I'll go to fucking Midtown Daytona Beach and I'll have a, a, a day all day long and we'll conversate. We'll have conversations. And that's what not all this other shit that goes on. And let me ask you yeah. something. I, I've been talking like about the lack of diversity right now in county council. Yeah, I know, I know. I, I, and well, I, listen, I think Mike, the Republicans I, and, have though, right? Like that's how Trump won Florida. He won the Hispanic vote because yeah. he went towards he went towards the uh, the he took the stance on abortion. Yeah, which a large pop, pop, a large majority of the Hispanic population is Catholic and believes and doesn't believe in abortion, yeah. right? Uh, so that's how he carried forward. And I think the Republicans are doing that very well. And to Mike's point earlier, where the Democrats are really fucking up is their camp got so small. They're trying to they're trying to grab everybody they can. So they're trying to make issues that are not their own issues. It's like a white male. These issues are not my issues. Like you said, yeah. I'm not gay. I'm not black. I don't understand the struggles. I'm not a woman. But they're like living and dying on these hills and taking mm -hmm. them up. That it's things that actually don't even. I agree. Them. And I got, I got like, a comment. To, I got a comment to that. But go ahead. I'm sorry, Mike. Go ahead. A couple. Of, I got like five things here. Probably. Number one, <laughs> I, I largely agree with Shane. I think what people don't realize is it's very. You can be both of these things that I'm about to say. You can be aware and, and appreciate history and learn from history and not be a racist, but also not fall for the bullshit, which is what, unfortunately, is a lot of the, what's going on out there. And, 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 I'm and there. to me, it's not even... These days, when I hear woke, it's more than just race. It's the, the transgender issues that are being further and further pushed, which forces then the pushback by Republicans. It's the approach to crime and law enforcement and we're going to coddle criminals 
and because someone doesn't want their feelings hurt by arresting people who shoplift so now we're not going to prosecute shoplift it's all bullshit all brother i agree with you on all of that see, and i, I and agree it all with ties you. together so, but see in that point like i understand where you're going with that mike and I, and I agree like if you do the crime you do the time i agree with that i think that we also have to have this mindset that not everybody had the same advantages growing up true and like even if true. historically you go back to like bacon's rebellion like racism in america is a social construct it is not something that's within our dna mm -hmm. after bacon's rebellion they said how do we separate how do we separate poor white people from poor black people so yeah. they can't come together and fight against us as a ruling class so they create these differences and make one feel superior to the other yeah. and that's how that's where we end up seeing racism really take off based on the color of skin in the united states uh, so I think we do have to have that understanding of like not everybody has the same advantages. Not everybody grows up in the same area. You know, uh, largely, uh, pr predominantly black neighborhoods get patrolled have more heavily uh, by police than they do in white neighborhoods, um, and that leads to higher incarceration rates. But there also is higher crime in black areas. So like there's I, there's yeah, these like, things I that come together. If you went into Daytona, you'd find that the the black community in Midtown Daytona, they're asking for more police. They're asking for more patrols. Because their neighborhoods aren't safe in some cases, not all of them. And at certain times of day, certain mm -hmm. days of the week, they're worse than others. And they're asking for more help. It was in the news last week with that Seabreeze Boulevard yeah. shooting. Here are residents saying, we need more police, not less. Yeah. Right. We, want, we want to see them more in our neighborhoods, not less. So you, you go where the stats bear it out, unfortunately. Wherever the, wherever the crimes are occurring, and you know about CompStat and all that, the yeah. sheriff uses it, they know where the numbers mm -hmm. are and yeah. that's where they have to react because right now there's not a lot of proactive policing in this county it's a lot of reactive policing. We, we've covered briefly because we only have an hour we've covered briefly uh, like wokeism and uh, any um you know minority of color i will just say yeah. right we, we kind of skirted on that and we could be here three hours talking about that back and forth i want to talk about the wokeism and you brought up something um uh, regarding gender mm -hmm. and regarding transgender and I, I think that anytime any marginalized i mean whether it be over gender whether it be over color whether it be over abortion you know um i think that anytime someone feels marginalized and not heard that a much like there's no maturity of conversation about these in our construct there's no mature conversation yeah. about it <clears throat> because conservatives feel so conservative about it and liberals feel so liberal about it right and the fact is here uh, you have can I, can I stop you right that's not the, i don't think that's the case though I think that you have people that are very far to the right, very far to the left, mm -hmm. that feel very passionate about promoting these things and defending our nation against these things that are going to indoctrinate our people or whatever. Most of us just want to drive down a safe even? road. We want our grandparents to be able to afford insulin. What does indoctrination even mean? I, can I understand that? I mean, you're former military. Tell me what indoctrination is. Uh, from a military standpoint, yeah. it's like, the, the, no. like indoctrination is essentially like training the mind, training people's minds to believe what they're being fed. Mm -hmm. And I mean, Chomsky goes into a, a whole, he has really several he's out books there on anyways. that, but like, yeah. I know he's out there, but he talks about like how, uh, was it manufacturing consent? Now, a small group of, um, the, the small group of people basically, basically control the media and they push mm -hmm. the narrative out to all of us. And, and the reality is, is, it, and it, you can take this back to any point in history, even if you look at like serfdom in, in United Kingdom, right? The the goal is always for the most wealthy to have the least wealthy mm. fight against each other for bullshit reasons. So the, their eye comes off the ball and they're not focusing on how they're being taken advantage of, right? That's really what it comes down to. 
and even in America, whether you're white, black, whatever the case may be, gay, straight, it, you know, we should be looking at the issues that are the most important to running this nation. Okay, and- I want to get back to the, the gender, transgender thing. Okay. okay. And so here's my thing. Live your life who you identify as. That's my thing. Live your life. Am I about teaching um, transgenderism in school? No, I'm not. Am I about a parent being versed in uh, an issue that might occur with their child? Their child might be gay. Their their child might be confused about their identity. Absolutely, I am. But how many parents want to deal with a transgendered or gay child? That's not what you wish for your child just because it's out of the normal. It's out of the ordinary. It's not ordinary to be gay. It's not ordinary to be transgendered. That's cultural social thinking, okay? When indeed... We have so genetically modified our fucking food, our environment, and everything that I don't put it past. There's science going on and hormonal issues and and genes going on with children that make them feel confused about who they are. Well, and our wait, and our job as parents, I believe, is to understand this child so it doesn't have to go to outside help. Right. In absence, however, of a parent that wants to embrace their child for whoever they turn out to be and learn about that, if their child is confused about their gender and educate themselves, it's automatically they shut the fuck down. Most parents would, right? And that's all I am wanting. I don't want a fucking woke culture about it. I want people to be aware because what's down is this child's soul. That's what I'm concerned about. I just want people to have awareness. I don't want people to be fucking awake. I mean, it's about protecting so the child. So this past session, obviously, we had conversations about and bills that were passed about acknowledgement of pronouns, which I am not in favor of. I think it just further confuses society on stupid pronouns. When I watch individuals come up to committee, all right, most of them that spoke end up having issues where they were either sexually molested or something else happened in the family unit that was a complete breakdown. And my point is, I wonder how many, and to, it's a little bit to your point, some of them may not have the, 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 the construct within their family to have those conversations, but then I look at some of these individuals, and what they're going towards is, hey, we're over here fucked up too a little bit, or we think a certain way, so you should come with us because you're probably feeling this way too. And it may not necessarily be. What that child needs is help. They need mental help. And to your point, I think we could be doing more within this country. I think social media is a big friggin' problem in this country when it comes to targeting individuals. It, so there was a report that came out not too long ago that says, or they did a survey. A decade ago, one in 10 children in in high school identified as LGBTQ, right? Now it's basically 25%. You tell me how the fuck in a decade we went from that just 10% to 25%. When the gay community- Because because we're more accepting. Homosexuality I, has existed all throughout history. I know, it's 100%. Like, it's always existed. 100%. It's not a new but thing. no, but then when they have terminology like cisgender. So I asked my daughter, what's cisgender? Well, basically, Dad, it's a guy who identifies as a guy. Well, that's a fucking guy. There is no, there's no cis nothing. You You're did, a guy. That's did, all you are. Did you grow up with any tomboys in your neighborhood? Yeah. Or some up, more feminine yeah. men? Okay, so the difference is we live in a more open society where people aren't being closeted and they can actually come out and speak as to who they are and how they feel about things. And Eric, I get your point, man, with, within the environmental factors. And there certainly are environmental factors that play a role in that. Like you said, sometimes it's a mental health issue. But there's also been numerous researches, uh, research studies that have been done that show that there are biological indicators and genetic factors that do play a role in that. So higher estrogen levels, and and I mean, you can yep. you, I'll give it to you after the show. I but no. when you, and sometimes, sometimes kids come out of that uh, th- that th- those feelings um, 
with some help. And I'm not saying they have to be helped. Some people, that's just who they are and they don't need yeah. help. That's who they want to be. <laughs> but what I'm saying, that can also be reinforced by that stuff. And then. So I think that where we get lost in this, guys, is the fact that me as a Democrat would like to see everybody provide more mental health services. Do I want to see a child do gender changing surgery before they're 18? No, because I don't believe that a child can make that decision. That what's being done right now is like much like when we had overcorrection, overaction, when we had COVID. Mm. Mask up everybody. Do you know why? Because we don't know what the fucking safe thing to do is. So that's you know those that's conversation on that, and it was turned into a whole political thing, right? I'm just trying to get us back to where we're having these conversations about these triggering things, right? And being aware. I fucking hate the term. Uh, I hate the way that the term woke has been used by any extreme person, period. Because what it does is it really muddies the water for people like us that want to have an intelligent conversation. I'll give you a prime that. example. So Mike, Mike talked about this a little earlier, right? Which is, and I, and I was just made a comment upstairs about it. And I just said, and if we're just going to get strictly political for just a second here, I go, man, there's probably issues. There's probably things that Democrats could be pouncing on, on Republicans on at the moment, right? But you know what? You know why they can't? Because they're also stepping in their own shit even further and more so. And it's just like, and now you open up another, another bag of worms. And what's happening is the average person is looking at this, whether it be a more moderate Democrat or in many cases, MPAs are looking at this going, guys, I don't want to see a transgender crying in front of me, right? Because they felt they've been tortured or whatever. Dude, that's inhuman. It's bullshit. Regardless of how they they want to be, that's, you know, it is what it is. I don't want to see that shit, man. That's so fucking, that's wrong on so many levels, all right? But however, when we're trying to push what, it, what appears to be some sort of narrative, like, hey, you must accept us. You got to do this. You got to do that. I think there are even people in the middle who are kind of going, wait a minute. That's a little stretch too far. I'm not saying I'm completely. How does that compare with a whole I, fucking governor that is pushing a fucking white let's be white straight and good agenda on the fucking state of florida uh, i'm not gonna go that far well, yeah, I, I think i think the solution eric is we like not we i think democrats are pushing for everybody to be sympathetic to causes right whereas but overly so is right. the problem but no, what but do you do issue, when a ship is, is you sinking you add you, more ballast overcorrection you don't need to be sympathetic to someone's cause you need to be empathetic we need to teach people to be empathetic Hey, I'm not you. I don't understand what you go through, but I support you, man. If that's your thing, cool. Like, you're not going to change my mind on most things because I'm, I, you know, I am who I am too. Mm -hmm. uh, like Abraham Kennedy does a great job explaining this in his book, uh, Stand from the Beginning. He talks about racism in America, and he talks about three different types of people when it comes to when it comes to white people. He goes, mm -hmm. you know, you're either racist, you're anti-racist, or you're an abolitionist, right? And I think where the Democrats are falling is this area of abolitionism, mm -hmm. meaning that we don't believe that black people are equal and they need, we, we, need, we, need, we think they need more help. Uh, we need to build them up. We need to do things for them. And that's not the case. Like, yeah. we, they can do that on their own. We just have to be aware that we can't, we also need to not create barriers and we yes. need to be there to support. 100%. I'm with you 100%. Right? Yes. We need Agreed. to support. And he's like, you need to be anti racist. Like, I don't, if you say something racist in front of me, we're going to have, we're going to have words. Mm -hmm. yeah. You know what I mean? Like, that's where you got to be. Um, and I think it's just been misconstrued as to where, like, you know, but like I was saying earlier, something Malcolm X said, something like, "You can stand, you can stand with us, but not for us. You're not, yeah. you're not us." And I think that's a great point: is that let the communities do what they need to do for themselves, and be there to support, and be there to help where you can. But don't take it up as your own fucking battle because yeah. it's not your battle. You're not yeah. the fucking one ally. that had to live through ally. it. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I, uh, Mike, go ahead, Mike. You know, it, it everything. This all makes sense. But, you know. You're going to get kicked out of the Democratic Party. You know that, right? <laughs> because you're saying things that most people believe, 
but the fringe left refuses to acknowledge or accept much as you know there's fringe right too i'm not going to say there isn't what i'm saying in this stuff though is we know where most of america stands on men playing women's sports while pretending to be a woman we know where most americans stand on reparations for slavery right does anyone here does anybody here think that the majority of americans are for writing checks to black residents today for something that happened 160 no, years ago? No, I don't ago. believe in that right. at all. Exactly. There's a few that do, no doubt, but not the majority, not mm-hmm. even close. And there are a few that think it's okay for the swimmer guy to go be a female swimmer and win all the swimming championships. But I don't most believe people in don't that. believe that. Yeah, exactly. So this is what, when I hear woke, I hear the people that accept this, the people that promote this as being okay. While everyone else is going, wait a but hold on a fucking second. No, that's not okay. Mm-hmm. No ESPN. We are not going to celebrate, you know, whatever Thomas, the guy, the swimmer, that's basically pretending to be a woman and competing in women's swimming contests. And I, that's and not right. And I'll remind folks, and to, to that point, the media, and I want everybody to understand this truly, please. Whether you want to get information through us in the podcast or other podcasts, I have a general concern in the media because I think the media is overly hyping some of these issues that I Americans agree. just don't really give a fuck about. I agree. And they just want to say, hey, Shane, I just want to know who you are for the content of who you are. I think that's where most, mm-hmm. even if there's some things in, internal about you specifically that maybe I may disagree with, whatever, right? But I think generally speaking, most Americans say, Shane, I just want you to be a good neighbor to me. And Shane's like, yeah, that's why I want to be too. And then fine, leave it alone and, and move on. Um, but the media overhypes some of this stuff and 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 then to the mike's point when i see some of this stuff on like the guys who i think about the fact that my god women fought and i and i know this seems like such a cliche probably coming from some republicans but i'm i'm dead serious because my daughter is about to be 18 years old i'm sitting here thinking and i would have never thought about it but you danny you know my daughter's the apple of my eye Mm -hmm. and i just sit here and think about all the shit about women, and you had last week, Lorian, about fucking women empowerment, and I've always said, yeah, I'll do, you know me, I've told you before, I'm a glutton for punishment, I surround, I surround myself with a lot of you strong-minded really women. My point is, I'm all for it, and then you get a guy who's coming in who's structurally speaking, I mean, just more dominating a woman, and that's just been throughout history, it's just, and it's the nature of things, and now, and I'm sitting, and all that, what they fought for is what, the Title 10, I think Title 10, yeah. Title 9, Title 10, and I'm sitting there kind of going, wait a minute, where the fuck is the fairness in this? Because this dude thinks he's a fucking woman. I go, there's just something wrong there. And I just, and I got to go, as a government, we got to sit here and say, no. If you're a man, that means you got a penis, you are fight, you're, you're getting along and you're, you're going to do men's sports. If you're a fucking woman because you got a vagina, you're, you're going to go ahead and, and compete. And, and that's it. That's it, plain and simple. And if you're somewhere in between, I'm sorry. We'll figure. Maybe we can figure something else out. But it just—that's not the way it is. You are built differently, dude. You got fucking muscles bigger than me. How the fuck are you competing with a woman? I just—I don't get it, man. And I just—that's where I get frustrated. And then you have the media and individuals within certain parties and other folks just kind of going, "Yeah, we should celebrate that." No, stop. That's where you're adding to more of the confusion. I believe personally. I—I I told everybody. You want to conversate with Eric about anything, I'm always, and I think I'm a pretty pragmatic individual. I am no hard right person. The individuals who chose to go into Capitol, I know we're going to talk about the individuals who chose to go into Capitol that day, prosecute the fuck out of all of them. I don't care. When you are protesting, walking outside, 
I said, fine, not a problem. The minute you chose to go inside the building, fuck you. You want to know why? Because you knew constantly what the fuck you were doing. You don't do shit like that. And I'm just, I'm a pretty reasonable individual. And so when I want people to come talk to me about transgenderism, hey, I'm trying to learn, but it's just, I have a point of kind of go, guys, I'm just not getting it because I hear you. And if they want to do drag shows, and I got no problem with people doing drag shows. I really don't. I really fucking do not. That's good, because I was going to say, you're coming to, you got to get a wig. I'll for, get a wig. For wig out September 29th. I'm sorry for cancer. I got it. That brings up a good point. Like the whole, This whole thing against drag shows, right? Yeah. Like, we're not, we don't want kids going to these drag shows. We don't want them to be a part of these drag shows. Okay, well, you also want parents to have their rights, right? Like, that's the thing that we passed was the parental rights, the parental bill of rights. Yeah. Those kids didn't walk to the fucking drag show. Their parents took them to the drag show. Wow. And if their parents want to do that, that's their right. Because I've had to have conversations where a parent wants me to call a student by the preferred name, which isn't the name of the original name. Yeah. Now, I can't do that legally uh, because that's what the legislation says. Even though that's the parent asking me to do it, shouldn't it be their right to be able to ask for that for their child? I hear you. But, and, but, and that comes but, into but, a point but, of conflict. Wait, wait, but, 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 hold on. But, that also comes into a point of conflict because are you also going to force the teacher to call that person that name when they don't believe in that as well? On the so, politics end of this, I'll let, and I'll let Mike jump in, I just, listen, I, I'm never a big believer in having government come in, stepping in always in our personal lives and this, that, and the other. But I do believe there's a role for government to play in just trying to put guardrails on society in general. And to your, I hear you, I, I have to slightly disagree with you, Shane, a little bit. I do have concerns about parents who are bringing their kids and the damage that's doing potentially for them down the road. But and that, that's what I worry but about. Why is it your, but why is it okay for you to push that view on those parents that have their own beliefs? Because it's certainly not okay for them to do that to you. Right? Parental rights. I, I'm, I'm trying. Unintended consequences. Brother, I'm trying to learn. And I'll, even, and I'll even go into this a little further, right? We, we had you know the whole issue with the books that are going on and promoting these agendas that are in the schools and all these other things. Um, we, the, the Republicans are fucking up because they're creating all this legislation. They're over-legislating these issues. There are already protections in place. It's They're not creating this legislation to solve a problem. There are one-off instances that are occurring. I've heard some people argue and, and, that argument. And they're, and they're creating, not Democrats either, but I've heard some people argue that. that legislation. Because when you have a complaint, say there's an inappropriate book in an elementary class. Okay, you go to the school board, you go to the, uh, the school administration first. If that mm. doesn't work, you have the, the school board. If that doesn't work, you have the Office of Professional Standards. If the Office of Professional Standards doesn't work, you have the Florida Department of Education. So you already have all those agencies overseeing in a way to resolve that conflict mm. without creating the legislation. Because what the but legislation does is pigeonhole you and put you in a situation mm -hmm. to where now you can't even make a, a, an educated decision as to how that should be handled. So, because Uncle Ron said you ain't doing it his way. <laughs> That's what he said. Cracker. Mike, you want to do it in Mike. my way, cracker. I mean, th there's a lot that goes on or has gone on in schools that's problematic. And when you get these reports, like Eric's, you know, boss does and, and countless others, you, you find out. The things that are going on and, and you want to fix them you want to be part of the solution now sometimes they're a solution in search of a problem i'll grant you that I'm talking about isolated examples mm -hmm. that maybe didn't need statewide legislation other times though it's proven to be needed and it's let me ask to you be, this question mm -hmm. as the as the kingmaker that you are okay <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> i knew she, was, she, she I couldn't to. get away from that when i do it let me ask you this <laughs> Politically speaking, mm -hmm. why did Ron DeSantis have to endorse school board members? Because he realizes that's where so much of his agenda was running into, was running ashore. It was, was Explain, Mike. The things that you see go on that are in violation of state law, we're going to continue masking kids after the state has said, 
no more masks. He got pissed off. He did. And he's watching some of the books that were and maybe isolated examples, but in some of the more liberal counties where school board members were allowing these books after hearing about it, he got pissed off. And he said, you know what? I'm going to start using my committee money to fund some of these races and find better candidates. And, and you know, he didn't win them all. He won some, lost some, but... He where, put where a think, fucking panty sniffer on the fucking school board here. There was no here, good candidate in that race. Here's okay, where I, here's, just move on. Here's that where was, I think he went wrong, though. Is You know, he, he challenged regular books like you know but mm -hmm. things like uh you catch in the rye and in some instances Anne frank because of talk about you know sexuality and things like that in, in those books um those books like library books right i can understand creating book review committees and, and i mm -hmm. agree with that there's certain books that don't belong in elementary school mm -hmm. or middle school uh like the anarchist handbook doesn't belong in any school right yeah. those those are common sense things that i think we can all agree in uh but where i think he went off the rails was when he started challenging what was in the textbooks because here's the fucked up part. The Republican Party's been in control. Of, they've had trifecta control of Florida since mm. 1996, except for like, what, six months when Charlie Crist went independent or something? No. Right? Yeah, that so, doesn't even count. But yeah. yeah, so <laughs> my, my point is all the books that the district gets, they get, a, they get a selection of like, hey, here's eight books. Send them down to your teachers. Review the books. Which one has the best academic uh, uh, probability of success? And then we'll make a determination as to which ones we're going to buy. So all that, all that comes from the Florida Department of Education, which is directed by the governor and his office, who gets appointed there. So the Republicans, mm -hmm. if there's things that are fucked up in textbooks, it's because the Republicans allow them to get there. So either they're asleep at the wheel or they did it intentionally. That and means that, they ain't awoke. <laughs> yeah, they weren't awake at the wheel, maybe. <laughs> uh, I'm sorry, Mike, go ahead. No, no, I agree. Yeah. I think there was, you know, 30, almost 30 years of Republican control and uh, most of that time without an elected education commissioner so yeah a lot of these things just kind of went about and happened and they're i don't being, believe that's what fixed. happened i believe that ron got his dick hurt and that's why these things are important now I, that's what i believe personally because he has a rich history of doing personal vendetta shit which that's going to be my opinion but whatever i guess he's the governor and he can do that i want to talk and get into the education bill right now um if we can get into that, because I, I, I've read the text of it, uh, you know, and we get into, and I will tell you this, that we get into the part, I have a problem with the verbiage that was written, and I don't know, allow, I don't understand how that was allowed to get passed without somebody saying that's going to cause a problem. Which one? The text where it talks about that there were benefits to being a oh, slave. Okay. That was some of the dumbest shit I've seen this week. So, hey, I want you to know that. Yeah. As a Republican. There was no <laughs> need for that. That was yeah. just What was that? <laughs> what was it? Mike, what was it? Well, let me back up and, and sure. ask you this question. Sure. Now, there's three Republicans in this in this room here. How many people here think if the textbook had said there were benefits for Jews who were in concentration camps in World War II, that they learned skills that they could use in life, how many people think our Republican Party in Florida would have been okay with that? Mm. So it's mm. funny. It's they would have funny said, that you said that. Oh, no. Yeah, it's, not, yeah. it's not funny. But, I, but I it's, it's a fair it's comparison. Ironic that you said that yeah. because I was talking to my buddy about this issue. And I mean, he's he's pretty liberal, yeah. uh, but he's also former military. Like we we see the world how we see the world, yeah. right? He said that's like 
a, a Nazi in a concentration camp giving a Jewish kid a piece of gum and saying, and, and like focusing on that event. I'm sure it happened. I'm sure there are incidental benefit. Yeah. But overall, we have to just recognize that that was a complete. Yeah. Let just, me just leave it alone. Let me tell yeah. you, in, ta- yeah. in tandem with that, okay, the the sentences written in the bill. If you go and you read 200 and fucking whatever it was pages, 200, page, yeah. 200 pages, 202 pages, something like that. I read the whole fucking thing, okay, because I knew I was somebody going to ask me. The sections, they're one and a half sentences regarding black history, okay? How it should be taught, what should not be taught. They're, they're short sentences. Mm. Let me tell you this. When you move on down that document and you get to where it talks about Jewish ancestry and what needs to be taught about Jewish ancestry, I'm talking fucking paragraphs. Yeah. I, and that's how white, whoever fucking wrote this, approved it, and pushed it through was. Go back and look at it for your fucking self. Well, I, I and, think and, what's most... I don't, I'm not And his buddy, you. Randy Fine. Fuck you, Randy Fine, <laughs> still. I think, what's, I think what's most concerning, though, if you really look at the clarifications that were issued in that document, is there is a huge focus on how slavery existed across the world all throughout history. Mm-hmm. And yes, that's true. Slave, mm-hmm. Slavery has existed since the beginning of time, right? But I think, in my opinion, it moves to diminish how atrocious it was. That's in right. America. It disti- because it while, dilutes. While most of while most of Europe had already gotten rid of the concept of slavery within Europe, yeah, they were using the, the slaves as a labor force here in America several hundred years later. Yeah, and we did it way worse than anybody else. And let me, let me take some. But Go I did find this one fun, interesting fact today. Did you know that there are more slaves in the world right now than any point in history? Really, fifty million. Really? Yep. Where are they? In jails? Uh, a lot of them are in China. Re-education camps. We I'm buy, not surprised. And we buy goods from them. I know. Uh, listen, I've been. Re- that's a whole other topic, Shane, that we need to talk about in China. But anyways, that's another. Hey, let me, let me just one quick. <laughs> let me tell you one quick story. I took my couple of years ago, my two grandsons, because mm. I love being with them grandboys. I love my granddaughter, but yeah. being with my grandsons is something else. I took them to Atlanta. In our, in our travels, we went to Six Flags. We went to the Coca-Cola. We went, to, you know, all of that. I thought it important that they go to the Civil Rights Museum. Yeah. I went there too. And I did, yeah. 100% went agree. to the Civil Rights Museum, yep. right? And these boys stopped at the kiosk. They listened to the stories. They watched what happened. They watched the videos. They're old enough. Yeah. You know what I mean? 12 years old. Yeah. You're, you're yeah. A situational awareness. Yep. They understood. And I asked them after, like, no prompt. I wanted to, to go over that experience with them because mm. I thought that it was important. Yeah. And I asked them, what did you think of this experience? My grandson, P, I'm just going to mm. use his initial, mm-hmm. said we need to be, do better as human beings. My grandson, A, mm-hmm. said, why did we do that? Yeah. But why did we do that? Now, how, am I, how do I, am I to explain that to him? Really, think about the simplicity of that question and the huge task that you have as a parent or an educator to explain why did we do that. But I yeah. think you just kind of jumped right into the Republican fire because that's the main point is we don't want white kids to feel guilty. And that's what you, the example you just gave is what they felt. They felt, why did we do this? They said that collectively. Why did we do it? Yeah. And I think that's where within history we need to be very clear. Like these are the events that happened. Yes, yep. they were white. They were black. And that was explained to them. Right. And, yeah. I, and I understand that. And I think that's what Republicans are really harping on is like, 
we don't want white kids to feel like white kids don't feel that way they feel part well, of the collective you soul they, you listen to did, me though. but that's in response that is they feel a part of the collective soul when you have unadulterated children they're not inundated with politics there's no fucking agenda there asking how does this make you feel they need to process that out right, right? which is where i was getting my point overall though was that the 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 lack of trust for teachers to explain that and then instead of addressing it and yeah. explaining it they're trying to eliminate it i don't think you need to feel i don't think listen here's the deal though i don't think one needs to feel guilty i don't feel guilty about shit i don't feel guilty but i do recognize it's a major stain in our country's history i think we need to make sure that it's taught properly mm -hmm. what i mean by that is yeah talk about the fight it did it's fucked up man what they did to fucking african americans back in the day it's fucked up and my point in saying all that is that however what i will say though is that history is always written by his story or whatever they want to there's a term that's out there right it's so there's by the winners it's yeah written by the winners in essence right at the end of the day and so my point is but i what i want to see more ha often happen in our books is in our history books and when we talk about american history i just made a comment upstairs about it really quick i was like look the movie the, that movie came out about i think it was the three um uh, black ladies that were part of the nasa program mm -hmm. very intelligent late women and, and you know and so forth i fucking never knew that shit I was always told NASA, great fucking men, you know, whatever. They're white, obviously, because it was it's a it's a white it's a white power structure. But my yeah, that well, I know that we took a lot of the Nazi folks. I know, but my point is, is that I want to know what I want to know is more about because there's plenty in history of where black contributed to American history and American culture in many ways. That's what I want to see. I don't want to see too much about the fourteen you know the project and all that. But what I want to see is more of awareness. On the uh, on what black contributed to this country, that's what I want to see beyond this issue. Of, hey, we did slavery, did whatever, but now I also want to talk about who were some of the uh, some of the first folks that were black that did this, that did that, and this, that they don't get enough recognition. That's what I want to see more of. So that way, black youth can understand that hey, man, we had a real part in this American journey, so to speak. Right. So here's my thing. This is what I'm fundamentally against. Mm. There are two parts to every story. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, in continuing with the grand boys. I'm telling them that this is stuff that was done socially and it was a stain. Same thing I told them. I said, but you don't need to. How do you treat people today? Mm -hmm. That's where the conversation went back. And we need to remember that both sides, because each side only carries a part of the story. Yeah. The liberals only want to carry part A of the story and fucking announce that the, the Republicans are, cons you know, ultra. Yeah. Cons only want to carry this part of the story. Do you know why? Because each is really fucking afraid that the their story is not going to get told, right? And what we need to do more of is this. Do you know yeah. what I'm saying? This, because I want us to raise a generation of critical thinkers. I don't want to inundate my grandchild. I don't talk policy and politics to my child. I mean, he here, or my grandchild. Time, what? I talk politics with them all the time. It's important. Yeah, we can't ignore it. We have to. We have to. We and that's what I think. I don't want to so bias worried, them. That's what I'm saying. I think yeah. we're so worried about like hurting people's feelings all the time that we just we're we're scared to have a conversation. Like if you don't understand something about someone's culture, ask them. Yeah. yeah. And if they're offended, oh well. At least you ask the question. At least you try yep. to learn. Right. Yep. You know, you have people that are hyper defensive, and that happens. But most of the time, they explain it to you and like, hey, in my culture, this means this or this does. I learned that in Afghanistan, man. You can inadvertently do something that is so offensive. You show somebody the bottom of your shoes, and they right. it signals that you're, they're beneath you, and yeah. and that's accidental. But you have to talk to them and and learn about their culture and understand their culture. So let me tell you this. I was raised in Georgia. Yeah. I was raised in a racist family. 
I was raised in a racist culture, right? I'm not saying everybody yeah. from Georgia is right, but yeah. pretty fucking redneck yeah. that where I grew up, right? And with that, I had to learn not to be racist because I was taught racism. Yeah. And you know, so you know what happens sometimes is people go the opposite way. That's why I am so liberal because I was... I was baptized in racism. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Epitaphs were used all the time liberally in my house. Even at a young age, I'm like, mm, something's not right here. Even yeah. at a young Good age, you. I remember this, yeah. right? So today, that's why, that's why I'm as liberal as I am because yeah. it's like washing the ick off of you. And you know what? Conservatives feeling the other way were probably had agenda shoved down their throat, and it's a fight against doing the same thing today you know what i mean fighting back oh these are my values this is what i want to per, you know perpetuate this is what i want to do you There's, know what though there, nobody's born racist i believe that you were taught it yeah because it was in your yeah. family yeah that's At what shane age, said nobody's you born learned, racist but you didn't you weren't born that way nope. and if you were a three-year-old on a playground with a black child who was also a three-year-old yeah, no. you two could have been best friends mm -hmm. and you wouldn't have been any the wiser until you were taught to feel a certain yep. yeah that doesn't mean you have to overreact today either realizing that was the wrong lesson in life mm -hmm. is is good enough uh, you know and you mentioned the civil rights museum which i haven't been to I've done a lot of things in atlanta i haven't done that one but i'll do you one better about an hour west of new orleans last year my wife and i went to a still uh, preserved plantation and it is for the purpose of you can see with your own eyes what slaves who were in, enslaved at that plantation lived like. What they did, what, what jobs they did, jobs, you know, what they were forced to do, yeah. where they were forced to sleep, what they, you know, and, and the, the cabins and, and so much of that property, acres of it, are preserved exactly the way they were. And it's a, a walk through history. Mm -hmm. And you, you can walk out of there pissed off. You can walk out of there ashamed without having to um, make reparations. Mm -hmm. It's I think it's enough to go, wow, that really sucked. Yeah, what can they, we do to prevent that from that? happening? Yeah. I mean, and I mean, God forbid it ever happen again. Yeah, exactly. yeah and exactly. I had the same experience. I first time I went to DC with some friends, the first thing we did was go to the Holocaust yep. Museum. Another one, just and like I, that. And I like laughed and I was like, that was a bad idea going there at nine o'clock in the morning because the rest of the day is just shot, right? Like, you just feel so it's <laughs> so yourself, heavy. never go see the Holocaust Museum with a plantation at nine o'clock in the morning. It's just, it's just like it's so heavy. Yeah, it and is. It, like and it is, I think it's mixed feelings. Like you feel guilty, but and you know you didn't do anything wrong. You weren't part of it, but you just feel like oh. So uh, there's a point here that both of you are, are alluding to, which I want to. I believe you as an individual, even me, as two centuries later, as a, as a white individual, right? I don't necessarily have to feel guilty about what transpired. What I do feel, and maybe this is what you two felt, and correct me if I'm wrong. Empathy. What I do feel is, no, I do feel ashamed in that moment of our country's history that we allowed that. So what can we do to make it better? Mm -hmm. And in many ways, it's us, like four white folks over here, having conversations about saying, yeah, hey, listen, I want to talk. I'm, dude, I will go into any community and not feel, I remember one time, my, I walked, my wife and I went to Atlanta, right? And we walked into a restaurant, and 99% of the fucking restaurant was, uh, was black right and then my wife is obviously a person of color my oldest son's person of color my youngest son my daughter i think was staying with my, with my mom my youngest son is is light, lighter skin like me and here i am i'm probably like the only white dude in there right i walk in do you want to know for not one second i felt uncomfortable you want to know why 
dude, they're fucking people like anybody else who just want to fucking eat food. And guess what Eric wants to do? Eric just wants to enjoy food. And it happens to be soul food, which I fucking love. And it's just like, and I want to go eat, and that's it. I want to talk about it. And I want to talk, hey, I want to talk about some of the foods that come within black mm-hmm. culture. Because I, th- I think that's what makes me Education. and all of us better. Yeah. And yes, and I get educated from that. Mm-hmm. I don't may not always have it. I may not have all the answers. I may not say it right 100% of the time. But I'll be damned. I want to learn because it makes me better. Even if I'm certain nuance I may not agree with, mm-hmm. that's fine. Maybe one day we'll get there. But at least I want to have a better understanding. It's like Shane said earlier, dude. I'm never when I have conversations about politics. I'm not out there to change your mind. Mm-hmm. I'm not. I'm here to have a conversation. Yep. You want to know why? Because I probably know I'm not going to change your mind. But at least I want you to have a better understanding the way I, I think. Yeah. And I also want to. If you're a Democrat, I want to have a better understanding the way you think. Mm-hmm. And, that's, and I think that's what we should be doing with everybody, whether you're Puerto Rican, black, either you're Jewish, whatever it may be. I want to have a better do understanding. Do you know that the majority of Democrats think the way that I do? And here's what happens. We approach common sense people like us sitting here, I believe. Not us. But I think that extremism on either side approach the other side that way. I think that we understand more about one another than than yeah. extremism on either side because I think that we have critical thinking skills and I think that that's what we need to talk more about when we need to talk about getting moderate people to move more to the center yeah. to to take away from at leave the fringe where the fringe is fringe is going to fringe yeah. do you know what I'm saying but I believe especially and then we can do that on a local level yeah. you know what I mean I, it, it, we might not be able to change everyone's mind but I, it's funny what you say I get accused of being a closeted Republican all the time and I'm really not right I you should see the people think I'm a liberal <laughs> right <laughs> exactly we, we, yeah. we run in that same spectrum just yeah. on different sides yeah. and each side has their uncontrollable fringe that yeah. say some really dumb shit. Yeah. Well, I agree with you. Oh my God, we're I think, over I think hour. if we could just have like one simple statement, it, it would be this, is that you generally see when people on one side, when people on opposite sides are arguing with each other and they can't defend their point or they can't critically think about what the other person's mm-hmm. saying, they go, oh, you're a fucking idiot. Yeah, exactly. Like, you don't know what you're talking about. Yeah. How yeah. about instead of that, we just replace that with a phrase of, that's an interesting point and I'm going to look into that. Because Dude, I, I hate when I see it. both sides what doing that. What if you could just, just do that? Like, it's that simple. How are we going to have a conversation if you just go, oh, you're a fucking idiot? Hey, listen, we're, our hour is up. Yeah. I know, it's crazy. But listen, <laughs> I want to do this. Yeah. It, was, it, it does go fast, especially when you're having actual intelligent conversation yeah. <laughs> um, I want us to come back and I think that um, I think that we need to engage with more uh, Volusia County people from all walks of life I'm going to pre- press that on both of you if you see somebody that we would like to have conversation with or bring somebody to yeah. have conversation with we would I miss the Volusionaries also right um, I want I want us to get back there I want this to be the platform to do that of uh, uh, common sense yeah. where you can't really tell where the lines are and I take that as a compliment yeah. When I when my party is questioned, because it means that I'm well rounded and I'm not toting, I am not toting the the fringe message. You know what I mean? Yeah. I want to know how we get along. I'm not I'm not interested in furthering a political agenda. I want to understand how we work together because that's how Man. stuff gets done. So well, that's, I, that's I'll me. tell you what I'll say on that point, which is, folks, if you're out there listening, please. No American should not be going to Atlanta to see at least the bare minimum, the civil rights stuff. Or if you're going to Louisiana, like Mike said, go see the plantation. Or if you're over there in, in, in D.C., go see the Holocaust. All these things. And any, anywhere else where it makes you feel uncomfortable, I'm a big believer in that. Yeah. Go do it. So at least you become a more aware. I'm not talking about being fucking woke and cunts, cancel Just culture. don't sleep. Just, yeah. I want to be more aware because I think that's where we get to a better place and better understanding yeah. for everybody. Yeah, and I, I listen, I'm trying all the damn time. 
yeah. even if yeah. I go off the rails a little tiny bit. <laughs> hey, listen, uh, Mike, I have an important question to ask you before Uh-oh. we exit. All right. Because we're over our time, but I need yeah. to ask this. Are we friends yet? Yeah, I think so. I, I, didn't, I, I considered that, uh, I think it was in January. Yeah. The first time I was here, I consider you a friend since then. Yeah, you see that? Yeah, he did. He did say that. I don't want to get in the fucking crosshairs. You're fine. Okay. But yeah, Mike, if you're an opponent, trust me, Mike knows how to slice and dice hey, it. <laughs> hey, let me ask you this. Yeah. Do you ever ha- handle any Democrat candidates? I. Once or twice I have. Okay, now, I'm just asking. Here's what I'm asking for, a friend. My rule is this. If you're running against a Republican, I can't help you. Yeah, yeah. okay. But if you're running against a Democrat or an MPA, well, let's talk. Yeah, all right. Absolutely. Yeah. I'm not going there. There you go. Don't even look at me. I'm not <laughs> <going> there. <laughs> Never. I told Shane uh, he's going to run for school board and he'll make it too. Yeah, he's just, I'm just putting that out there. Right. Putting it yeah. in the energy. <laughs> hey, listen, guys, it has been a great show today. This it is part been. of continuing education and dialogue that we have that we want for our community because these are things that are uncomfortable to talk about. But if we're going to get comfortable in our own skin, in our own community, we must have these conversations and we must have them with people that don't necessarily think like we do but want to get to where we're going. And we must all arrive together yeah. to build a better community. So just remember this. That that if it's important to you. It is definitely important to us. Thank, Thank you, you guys. Aaron. Have a good weekend. Thank right. you guys. Appreciate it so yep. much. Bye-bye. This has been The Smoking Truth with Dana McCool and Eric Ramundo. Listen for new episodes every Tuesday at 8 a.m. This has been a Mike and Mike production.